This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. It's a full hour here on Voice of Change today as I celebrate International Literacy Day. International Literacy Day happens every year on the 8th of September. Yes, it is today as we reflect on moving forward with literacy. Now, especially on the show today, we're going to be highlighting literacy in schools and especially with reading among learners as well as educators, caregivers. So it's going to be really focused on children, early childhood development, but I also do know that literacy among adults is also an important reality and we know that here in South Africa we have great big margins and huge percentages of people who cannot read even as adults who cannot read for understanding who cannot read in their mother tongue who cannot read in English who cannot read at all and this is going to be something we're going to you know really reflect on when we think about how do we you know inform children how do we get them engaged with reading and I'm joined by two incredible human beings today who are doing amazing things Bulelani Fuchane and he is from Nalibali he is the programs manager at Nalibali and Nalibali is an incredible campaign a reading for enjoyment campaign and he's going to be telling us all about that shortly and what they are doing for International Literacy Day as well as Heritage Month the two coincide and how perfect because it means that we get to connect reading with our heritage as well more on that later on the show and i'm also joined by peter twine now he is the general manager who is responsible on the virtual marketplace owner of the very successful my school my village and my planet brand that's the brand that we love because we get to swipe our card whenever we go down to woolworths and he's going to be joining me to discuss what my school the my school program in itself has been doing over the last 20 25 years that they have been with us. The phenomenal impact that they are making with a special focus today on literacy as well as educators. So today on the show, I'm getting excited because reading is so important. And I know for us sitting here, we probably get to read our Bibles. We sit listening to the Bibles because someone else is reading it to us on an audio Bible. We read our Bibles and we get excited about reading. We get to read spiritual books books or books that uplift us. But really, I want you to take a moment to consider what kind of books impacted you when you were a child. I know that I was blessed because my parents filled my home, filled my room with books. And by the way, I still have those books. I've been carrying them around for 30 years of my life. Everywhere I move to, my books go with me because those books have a special place in my heart and in my life. They formed me. They helped form my ideas about life, who I wanted to be, what I was created for. So you know what, as we go to a song, enjoy some music, but I want you to think about, hey, was there a book that impacted my life when I was a youngster, when I was a kid, when I was maybe a teenager, maybe it was a book I, you know, had to read at school, maybe it was one that my parents or my grandmom or oma, you know, bought for me and blessed me with. What books impacted you when you were younger and how can we give the gift of reading 
to those around us, maybe our own children or other people's children. So stay tuned. Bulelani is with me after this. Bulelani, it is so good to have you with me today. I know that we're going to be talking about a very, very important topic, getting into literacy and how we are commemorating that, you know, on this International Literacy Day as well as Heritage Month. But before we get into that, so great to have you on the show. I hope that you're having an awesome day and welcome to Voice of Change. Thank you so much, Lauren, uh, and I'm happy to be here, and thanks for inviting us at Nali Bali. Now, Nali Bali has been on my radar for a very long time, been following you all on social media and love everything that you're doing. But for the listeners who don't know about the campaign, tell us a bit about the organization, what you all do, and why it is so important for our nation to really be thinking about literacy through what Nali Bali does. Well, Lauren, yeah, um, Nalibali is a reading for enjoyment campaign. And uh, as Nalibali, we're all about promoting a love of reading and building reading as a culture in our society. Uh, as you perhaps are aware, uh, but it's important for us to keep reminding each other that, you know, eight in 10 of our 10-year-olds are not able to read with understanding, read with comprehension. And this is the, the challenge that we are sitting with uh, in South Africa as to whether how can we ensure that you know children are well supported uh, in terms of uh, resources, uh, making reading material available for them, uh, giving them a better chance to be exposed and, and be immersed in storytelling and story reading, uh, which in a way we, we will make our society to have reading and writing to be part of the social fabric. Uh, so yeah, as the campaign, uh, we're all about promoting a love of reading uh, by mobilizing, uh, you know, stakeholders from uh, caregivers being the families uh, and the parents uh, to, you know, the schools, uh, you know, at the ECD level, as well as at the primary school level, because we do understand the importance of us having to work as a collective in ensuring that, you know, uh, we give our children a better chance to succeed, not only academically, but uh, in life generally. Um, so so that can only happen uh, if we support them uh, immensely, especially at the foundation phase. Uh, so, yeah, in a nutshell, uh, that's who we are as the campaign. Uh, and we do this in various ways. Uh, mm -hmm. Amongst uh, those ways uh, is to promote uh, establishment of reading clubs. Uh, but also we ensure that we make reading material available for caregivers, our parents, as well as for the children. Mm. And this is such important work, as you are reminding us, eight out of 10 of our children at the age of 10 cannot read for understanding. We can see these stats. I mean, even if someone's listening to us, go over and do a Google search on literacy statistics in South Africa. And it's, it's, it's sad. And I mentioned this to a friend of mine who is a school teacher and she teaches grade fours. And she said, you know, Lauren, this is absolutely true. We are struggling because also, you know, children come to school, they don't have access to books. And when they do have access to books, sometimes their caregivers, parents don't read 
with them and don't you know build that up in them as well before they get to school so when we're in a classroom of 30 40 children as teachers we are overwhelmed by what we need to do so there's really a challenge isn't there to parents as well as caregivers could be grandparents and aunt and uncle godparent whoever to read to children as well take that time to read and isn't that so important because that's going to be building into their lives it's not just the school or the teacher who is actually responsible for doing that it's on a parent as well that's very important and and thank you so much lauren for highlighting that uh, i mean look um it's important for uh, for for us as the society to understand that uh families should be the first point of education for the children uh and and that once we have that paradigm shift uh in terms of our approach towards education uh that is going to to help uh, immensely in terms of giving these children a, a better chance to succeed. Uh, and, you know, I like the example that you, you made uh, with regards to your conversation with uh, your friend or, or colleague uh, who is an educator. And as we know that, you know, most educators are, are, are totally overwhelmed uh, with, uh, you know, the, the, the curriculum that they are expected to cover. And uh, not only that, and some of those educators uh, would have, you know, classes that are overcrowded, mm. uh, where they have to deal with more than 40 to 50 50 kids all at once. So we do understand the challenges that our educators face uh, within the school environment. And hence, it becomes even more imperative uh, that, uh, you know, the parents and the caregivers, uh, we understand how significant is the role uh, in terms of uh, what is expected from us uh, when it comes to developing our children. Uh, but also in, in adding to that, uh, and hence as Nalibali, uh, we are encouraging, you know, spaces like the reading class club, uh, which is where it becomes an alternative way, uh, you know, to what the kids are getting from the traditional space within being the school environment, where now within the reading club, uh, we are able to create a, a very relaxed chilled and child-centered environment, uh, you know, where it is actually there to complement the good work that the teachers are doing, you know, within the school setup. Uh, so, yeah, just to bring it back, I would say, Lauren, it's very key uh, that the parents uh, and the caregivers in particular, they understand the importance of the important role that they need to play when it comes to developing their children. And we were basically saying, you know, taking uh, 15 minutes of your time within the day uh, to read aloud or tell a story to your child uh, will help immensely in improving that child's imagination, uh, which in, in return, uh, we hope uh, that, you know, that will mean that that child will be able to pick up a book. As we know that, you know, even when it comes to language development, reading is key. But mm. if you recall with language development, children need to receive uh, and then they are able to produce. Uh, so if as the parents, we can treat education uh, and reading in particular, almost like, uh, you know, when, when children are, are developing the language, mm. it is the same way. So if we can read to them more and more reading to them, we then ensuring that in the long run, those kids will be able to pick up a book without a parent being there to oversee that, because then they would have been in a position where they can receive, receive, receive a lot of stories, mm. lots of books, and in return, they'll be able to produce in a form of a uh, being able to pick up a book, being able to tell a story. Basically, that is how we can create this reading culture in our communities. 
Mm, I love everything that you mentioned. I know reading was such a key element of my life growing up and my parents always made sure that I had books. I remember my father's gifts to me would be books and he bought me those really big books. You know, there were those big ones and, you know, there were such lovely books. I think, you know, when I was growing up, it sounds like I'm so old, but not really. It's just in the nineties, they had those really big books. They were probably like about 60 centimeters by 40 centimeters and that there's pictures in and, and I'm so grateful that my parents gave me that love of reading because like you're saying there is so many positives to when a child mm -hmm. reads a book you know you're also talking about imagination and you use that word that ability to be able to imagine and create and it's so so special and what i love schools some of the schools are doing today is inviting children's book authors to schools to read to the kids i didn't have that when i was growing up you know the teacher read to, to us but it's so much fun when a children's book author you know as someone that wrote the child's book that maybe the kids have in the library actually come to visit the school and read to the children and i know that i've done that because i write children's books and i know that i've visited schools oh. and the kids are so awesome and they get excited and and that's something i probably want to challenge more people on today. Maybe we have some educators listening as well. Invite some of the authors. You'll be surprised how many children's book authors will just come on over to your school and read to the kids and we're creating another dynamic of enjoyment. And that is what Nali Bali is also about, reading for enjoyment and creating those realities. Now, Bulalani, I really want to ask you as well, it's Literacy, International Literacy Day, as well as Heritage Month. What are you guys going to be doing to celebrate Heritage Month? Month and to really inspire literacy during this month. I know you've got something exciting planned. Uh, yes, uh, we we have we have uh, a lot of oh, oh, sorry. Uh, we have some exciting uh, news and activities uh, for our community in South Africa uh, to commemorate uh, Literacy and Heritage Month. Uh, as Nalibali uh, as the Reading for Enjoyment campaign, uh, we are in collaboration with Standard Bank. Uh, where we have partnered with them uh, to bring about uh, six family stories, uh, brand new stories uh, for the children in African languages. Uh, mm -hmm. And this is to celebrate and understand some of the unique customs and uh, practiced uh, by different cultures in South Africa. Uh, and some we have books, uh, you know, uh, stories that are in in Isizulu, Isitosa, Sisutu, Sipedi, Sitswana, as well as in Afrikaans. And, and, and all of this, uh, you know, is under the title Celebrating Mzanzi, where we invited some of the local authors, you know, young and upcoming authors mm. uh, locally to basically produce uh, some of these stories. And we hope uh, that, you know, parents and caregivers will enjoy uh, being immersed in these uh, stories as they share with the children. But not only that, uh, as Nalibali, we also have a storyboard uh, game uh, mm. that, you know, we have put together where, you know, the, the children, you know, in guided by the parents and caregivers uh, can basically, start, you know, create their own story. You know, with this uh, board game, you know, it allows children to use their imagination, as I rightfully mentioned earlier. Uh, and with this uh, also, we, we know we have a competition where we expect, you know, the children to basically uh, submit uh, some of these stories mm. via, I know, some of our Nali Valley platforms, including our website, uh, as well as uh, maybe send it via, you know, the WhatsApp number that I will share later. 
Mm-hmm. Sure, I love this. And you mentioned something that's very, very important. And I really want to do highlight this as well as we having this conversation that few books in South Africa are published in indigenous languages. And I think it's so important, even when we consider that Isi Zulu is the most widely spoken language in South Africa. And yet when we think about books and especially children's books, there has been this neglect for some time. I know, and thankfully this is changing. And I love that Nali Bali is, is part of this change. And also I think that that's important important for us to say almost as a final point to say yes we want to encourage children to read and caregivers to read you know with children but also I think it's so important to have books that are written in different languages and so that culture is you know so ingrained and it becomes part of life so that you're not just reading a book that's not in your language or speaking about your customs and i think that that's so so important and this is so great that you guys are doing this bulilani it's amazing thank you so much uh lauren i mean look it's so important for the children to be exposed in their mother tongue from the earlier stages. Mm. Uh, this gives them a better chance of building a solid foundation when it comes to literacy. Uh, it makes it easy to learn other languages, but more importantly, they are able to connect reading with understanding uh, because if they are read to and they are, they are told stories in the languages that they understand that is a lot more closer to heart then it it, it, it makes it, it basically changes uh, the way they experience books when mm-hmm. now our books almost like become uh, you know a way of socializing a way of being and that is basically what we want we want our children to embrace reading to embrace embrace books and 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 for us to be able to achieve that we have to ensure that you know we create enough nurturing opportunities and having to read to them in the languages that they understand in the languages that is their mother tongue then you are giving them a better chance of basically associating reading with positive experiences uh, and and that is why that is key uh, as we understand that if we are to get children to associate reading with understanding, uh, where the issue is that eight out of 10 are not able to read for meaning, mm-hmm. we have to now figure out different ways in which we can make reading enjoyable and exciting for the children. Mm. Oh, I love that. I absolutely love what you're saying here. And Bulalani, I want to say thank you so much for being with me before we close for today. I know that this Everything is available for free. All these books are available. How can people get the books that you're going to be putting out definitely for September Heritage Month? How can they get that free storytelling board game as well that you mentioned? Um, Could you give us all those information, all those important details? All right. Uh, Thank you so much. So uh, to get... Uh, to access some of these uh, stories, um, you can download them on our Nalibali uh, website, and uh, it is www.nalibali.org, uh, and you can be able to download uh, all the, the the six stories in uh, the, the the six different languages that includes Afrikaans, Setswana, Istikosa, Sesutu, Sipeti, as well as Isizulu, uh, and also. Um, as Unali Bali, you know, every Wednesday at half past three, uh, mm-hmm. we'll be basically sharing live 
leads. Uh, so for those who are following us on Facebook, uh, you will be able to basically be immersed in storytelling. So mm-hmm. we'd like to encourage parents, caregivers uh, to please log in and watch some of these, uh, you know, stories, the special edition stories every Wednesday at half past three, uh, where you can be exposed to these six stories. Uh, and also, uh, you know, we encourage the parents as well to participate, uh, you know, in this competition that we're running via, you know, the the, the Nalibali, uh, you know, storyboard that we are promoting. And then with this, uh, you know, the, the, the children are encouraged to submit their stories to Nalibali by the 8th of October uh, to be entered into the competition. And uh, five lucky entrants will each win 1,000 rand voucher from Take a lot, uh, you know, this could be written stories, videos, or audio clips of stories can be submitted on our Nalibali website, or uh, you can submit direct to the Nalibali Facebook uh, page, which is uh, Nalibalisa, which is Nalibali SA, uh, or Nalibalisa, with uh, the, the, the two caps, which is the, I think the SA at the end mm. is caps lock. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you can also email uh, uh, to info at nalibali.org or email it to info at nalibali.org or for those uh, who would prefer to submit via WhatsApp, they can send a WhatsApp to 0600 442254 And with that, uh, Lauren, I just want to thank you for the opportunity and for consistently supporting us as the campaign, as we understand that we won't be able to reach out to the communities without you providing the platform to us. Mm, thank you so much, Pulalani, for that. And it's such a privilege to be with you today. It is so heartwarming for me to see everything that you guys are doing, how you are trying to instill this love of reading and also reading for enjoyment, but also making this accessible to so many different people. And it's so incredible. So I wish you guys all the best for this campaign. And again, to the listeners, if you're now leaning in going, oh my goodness, I want my child to write a story. And maybe they do write stories and I want to submit it. Stay tuned until the end of the show. I'll give out all that information again on how you can submit the stories to Nali Bali, how, you know, five lucky people will win a thousand round voucher from Take Lot, and also how you can get your children's stories really in and to really shine. Again, Bulalani, thank you so, so much. All the best for everything and looking forward to see what you guys are all going to do in the future. So take care and thank you. Thank you. Now, for most of you standing in the queue at Woolworths, we always hear that voice that says, please make sure you have your Woolworths card and your MySchool card ready. And we know we get excited because we start digging in our handbags and we're looking for all of our cards. Well, today, I want to share with you a bit more about what the MySchool, My Village, My Planet program is actually doing. And especially as I have been sharing throughout today saying, hey, it's Literacy Day today. It's also Heritage Month. Literacy is super, super important. We've been hearing why, you know, the stats around literacy and what is happening eight out of ten children at the ages of 10 cannot even read for understanding you know it's important that we continue to speak about literacy and why this is happening and you know today on the show I have brought in Peter Twine from the program and he is going to be sharing with us what my school my village my plan has been doing before we get into that Peter so great to have you with me today welcome to the show and I know that we're going to be touching on some important things so thank you so much for being here today Thanks, Lauren, and a very good afternoon to you and the Cape Pulpit listeners. 
Now, we always, like I said here, that we need to have our My School cards ready. And we know that as, you know, consumers going, popping on over to Woolworths, we have chosen, you know, those different organizations that we want a portion of our money that we spend to go to these organizations. But a big thing that you guys have been doing for quite some time is about education. And it is about, you know, supporting childhood development centers as well as literacy. Now, can you tell us a bit more about what your program has been doing? And, you know, specifically when we talk about education, childhood development, literacy, there's a lot actually that's been going on. Can you give us some insight into that today? Yes, Lauren, by all means. Um, We've been busy with the program around education for the last 25 years. We celebrate 25 years of giving back into the educational system at the end of September. And it's been a great privilege to be part of this journey. And we focus on, obviously, our schools that parents or caregivers or anybody can choose to provide funding for by choosing them. But we're also very much invested in our corporate social investment strategy in focusing on early childhood development. Now, good education starts with early childhood development. And when we talk about reading and literacy, it starts by young children being read to at an early age. Mm. And we've been doing many projects over the years. So our first focus always is to strengthen the early childhood centers that are around the country. Uh, They also participate in the program, but we also do additional investments into these childhood development centers to actually make sure they are well run and that they also are providing early childhood education that is fantastic. And we partner with a number of organizations like Grow Educare. We've worked with Breadline. And we've also provided classrooms uh, in remote areas mm. that normally didn't have access to quality early childhood development. From a literacy perspective, it all starts with providing books. And in the past year, or the past couple of years, we've actually worked very closely with Book Dash mm-hmm. and Santa Shoebox. And we've actually provided uh, over 200,000 reading books to to children in their mother tongue. And that is very important because a child starts understanding and learning and reading for meaning if they read in their mother tongue. And they Mm. start out in that way. And that's critical for us to support and provide books into those schools and through these partners. We've also worked with Bibliunef. Uh, over many years, our most recent project was where we actually worked with 30 primary schools in Quazilla Natal mm-hmm. and also providing uh, books both in their home language, their mother tongue, as well as in English. And just having access to books already helps mm-hmm. because they actually start wanting to read. And creating a love for reading only comes when people read to children and they really enjoy those stories that is captured in books and if you captivate them they want to learn to read Mm -hmm. and that for us is very important and that's also one of the key projects we've done with one of our partners shine literacy and their program youth for literacy and yeah they've taken unemployed matriculants and trained them up to be uh People that can go into primary schools, can go into early childhood centers and actually read to children and help them 
to learn how to read. And these are just a few of the examples that we do on a daily basis through the My School Mobility My Planet program. Mm. I love that. And I love that you were talking about the Shine Literacy Partnership and the programs that they do as well, you know, taking unemployed, like you said, matriculants that had, you know, passed high school and now they are sitting going, what? And to be able to help them read and to go into the schools. And you keep saying how important this is, and we cannot even stress that enough to say it is so, so crucially important to read to children and to be available. And I have been actually mentioning that throughout the show to be available to read to children. And also you've mentioned this as well, reading in their mother tongue, which is so, so important, not just a book that's maybe written in English if it's not their home language. And it's important to create that meaning. And Peter, I wanted to ask you because you said something that's incredible. You've distributed more than 200,000 reading books over the last few years. And we know about Book Dash as well, how important Book Dash is. You know, do you have a memory of a book that was read to you or a book that you loved as a child that really kind of impacted your life? And you still remember that book and it kind of comes up. Maybe you read it yourself or a parent read it to you. You know, share that with us today. Is there a book that made an impact in your life when you were younger? I think, uh, like most Afrikaans, young boys, Trompi would probably have been mm. one of the ones that you would have read uh, as a young child or early uh, in primary school. There was a couple of others, which was like uh, the Afrikaans name was the Ayla, and mm. it was around a group of young boys and the adventures that they get into. And I think those are still today probably the kind of things that it shapes the, your future and how you look at things, the attitude of uh, that everything is possible as a young child. Mm-hmm. And that adventures is what we go on all the time in our lives. And, um, yeah, those books were probably, and I didn't prepare for that. So, Lauren, that was a side <laughs> question. So, uh, but those would probably be the ones that I would, can think of immediately. There were many books because we were lucky enough to have in those days a, ri- a roving library bus that you could oh. actually access to get some books. So, But that was years and years ago. I'm not sure that it's still operational, but mm. uh, those were the books that we were read in our mother tongue again. Uh, mm. And that is so critical because that's how you start reading for meaning. Yeah. Again, thank you so much for sharing that. I I had to get you with that question, not because I wanted to get you with that question, but because I wanted to just, yeah, you know, books are so important. And I know for myself as well, just the books, there were such books that made impact on you as a child that, you know, almost 30, 40 years later, you still remember these books, you still remember these stories. And that's the connection we want children still today to have with books. It it helps you imagine and create and believe. And like you mentioned, believe that, you know, when you read a story, you can see things come out of the story. And, you know, the story teaches me morals or values or teaches me to share or teaches me how to love others or teaches me not to be self-centered or it teaches you values and, and meaning. And it's not just about, we're talking about education and that's important, but it's also, there's an emotional and mental connection when it comes to books. And I think that 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 is also what we want to inspire caregivers to do, to read to children, to help them connect with stories. There's a saying these days that says that if you can see it, you can be it. 
and we talk about that a lot with representation, you know, seeing people that look like us or that speak like us or that are like us represented in books and we connect with those characters and we can have hope for our own lives. And I think it's beautiful. Is there anything special, Peter, that you guys are going to be doing throughout Literacy Month or Heritage Month, you know, with the My School, My Village program? Is there anything important that you want us to know? Because, of course, we swipe our card, but we also want to know and we love hearing what's the inside that you guys are going to be doing? Is there new things that you guys are getting ready for? Yeah, there's always projects on the go. We're busy building towards uh, the Christmas season where there's specifically around uh, zero hunger and food security work that we do with our partner Woolworths. We are also busy with projects around uh, Heritage Day, around rhino conservation, uh, because it's also Rhino Day on the 22nd of September. And then there's uh, the ongoing focus on uh, leadership development with teachers and also our bursary students. We have 51 uh, interns that Mm -hmm. are busy becoming teachers. And for us, it's also about developing teachers that loves to teach and are passionate about teaching. So that leads us into an event on the 5th of October that we do with Woolworths and the Woolworths Making a Difference program, which is the annual Teacher's Day Award. And we call it the the S-Hero or the She-Hero Award. Mm. Those are for teachers that goes beyond the call of duty and really make impact in children's lives. And we try and recognize those through an annual event that we do. And we've done it now probably over 15 years. And this year we're doing it with the Department of Education again. And it's about recognizing and really acknowledging teachers that makes a big, big difference. Mm -hmm. Because a teacher can teach you to love to read. Mm -hmm. Uh, A teacher can impact your life through everything they do in such a positive way. So we also have that planned for October. And then there's a few more projects coming up around early childhood centers and specific work as we always do to try and upgrade and improve them, uh, their facilities. And then we also are continuing our rollout of the Willys Water Fund tanks into schools. We've now done 84 schools where we've provided water tanks into schools with filtration for rain harvesting. Uh-huh. Our main focus over the last two years has really been in the greater Kabecha area where mm-hmm. we've done Uh, in total 69 schools, Uh, and it's about just making sure that there is water available to keep the children in schools, because if there's not water, then they can't be taught and they are sent home. So we've also been busy with that, and that continues um, in the Eastern Cape area. And yeah, there's so much more that we built towards, uh, towards the end of the year, and then we start afresh in the new year. Hmm. It's incredible that you say start afresh in the new year. So so many things that you guys are going to be have to be doing over the next few months. And I know with the Woolies Water Fund, I know that more than 5.5 million Rand has been donated to schools that don't have access to water. And that's an incredible amount. 
when this fund was only established in 2018, so in four years. So it's incredible all the work that you guys are doing. And I really commend you for this and say thank you for what you are giving to the communities, all communities around South Africa, not just situated in one place, but in many different provinces and many different towns and villages and, you know, big cities as well. And thank you so much for this. And I think it's exciting when we, you know, like I say, when we swipe our card to know that it actually is making a difference. It feels like something that, you know, you just do automatically support the My School, My Village, My Planet program. But to hear the actual impact on the ground and what is happening, it's it's heartwarming and it's beautiful. And I want to say in closing, Peter, if you have a final message to give to the listeners about the program, you know, again, like I, I know that you guys invest in so many different focus areas, but I know that literacy, early childhood development, leadership, literacy, school development, everything is it comes together and it's supported. And so if you have a final message that you want to tell us, don't forget to swipe that card. What would your message be to those who are listening today as we are in Heritage Month and we are focusing on Literacy Day today? I think it's an important time to just reflect. What would your message be? Yeah, Lauren, I think as a country, we have got so much potential. And as a country, and it's really our heritage, we have the ability to help every child to become successful uh, in their futures. And we have this opportunity through what we call a very simple but powerful swipe. And mm. every customer, every uh, listener of Radio Cape Pulpit needs to be participating and come together so that we are able to actually make a greater and greater impact. We've actually paid out on the program over 900 million rand to date. Now, that is significant. But if we can get our South Africans who are able to swipe, pick up a cart uh, at a Woolworth store or go to the app store and download the MySchool app, or just simply SMS us on a, a free SMS to 31231 and just say join, one of our call center team will phone you back and you can choose Book Dash. You can choose uh, any of our over 8,000 beneficiaries and you will know that you're going to be part of this magnificent journey to make an impact and make a difference in people's lives. We mm-hmm. are just proud to be able to support, but we can do so much more if we all come together. And I would really encourage um, the listeners to become part of this journey of making an impact. And I know through your radio station, you're constantly involved in upliftment projects as well. But this is one way where you can do this sustainably and without a huge amount of effort. So I really would encourage people to visit our website, www.myschool.co.za, and they can also sign up and choose a beneficiary, but they can do it also on our app and get a virtual card and start immediately. So that would be my message is let's celebrate Heritage Month. Let's celebrate our country, but let's also leave a legacy of positiveness for our children to grow into that they are able to read and they are able to understand what they read and have a book on their shelf. What what can make them more proud to have a couple of books in their home, in their room, or just in the house, and this we can do together. So that would be my invitation, but also my challenge to the listeners. 
Mm. Amen to that. Peter, thank you so much for that. I do know a few family members who do not have the card yet. And so I'm going to send them this information right away because it's so easy. Like you're saying, there is an app. You can also go on over to the website. You don't have to actually get in your car and drive down to the store. You guys have made it so easy for us to do. And more lives can be impacted so greatly through doing this and it's so easy it doesn't cost you anything so yes we accept that challenge and peter twine thank you so much for being with me today it has been such a privilege to just hear everything that has been happening and i'm looking forward to hearing more and more about what the program is going to be doing in the future but all the best for the next few months and then for next year 2023 and the impact you guys will be making so thank you so much and it was great to have you with me on voice of change today Thank you, Lauren, and most appreciate it, and uh, have a good afternoon further. Thank you so much. Thank you so much to my awesome guests for sharing their time with me today. I have loved every part of the show as always. And I want to remind you again that you can go on over and get the My School app and you can sign up to get a card so that, you know, we can make more of an impact in our communities that need it. And I also want to remind you again of what Bulalani shared at the beginning of the show was that there is this exciting competition that's happening with Nali Bali. And you know, maybe your children love writing stories. Maybe both your children, someone else's children or one of your kids or whomever it may be. Maybe you're an educator listening to me and I hope that you are. And you're saying, hey, actually, there are children in my class that love reading. There's maybe three of them that love reading, five of them that love writing. Why not enter Nali Bali's competition? Because there is a chance of winning that great prize from Take A Lot. But also, you know, there's that opportunity to have their stories actually published in a book format in a way that can really, really inspire other people. And that is really great because as children, I know whenever I wrote stories and the teacher would read it to the class because she did, you know, I would get very, very excited about it and I would be all excited about that story being read. So this is what we could be doing for our children as well. So why not go on over to nalibali.org and submit those stories. Remember, to do that by the 8th of October and get those stories in maybe they're written or you can even do a sound clip go on over it's n-a-l-i-b-a-l-i dot org nali bali.org it's been so great to be with you today on the show and to really consider what we should be doing with literacy when we read the literacy numbers in south africa and the stats it's actually quite sad and i feel as though it's a shocking reality and a shocking statistic that we can say that in eight in ten children cannot read for understanding at grade four level that is 80 percent of the children sitting in grade four that cannot read for understanding and if you speak to educators they will tell you that this is a truthful stat this isn't made up this isn't a, a false news it is truthful and it is happening so let's see how we can further pay it forward get involved swipe those cards submit those stories get involved even with book dash and get involved in the organizations and development programs that are happening out there there's so many but like i say thank you for being with me on voice of change there's an exciting lineup for the rest of the evening with tc on the yellow mic later on on the sh- and the program on radio k pulpit and it's going to be a great one so don't go anywhere stay tuned see you next week this insert was brought to you by radio k pulpit 7 to 9 a.m please visit kpulpit.co.za